0: Tweet at SFM Radio and at Songizoma there. We certainly do appreciate your tweets. and Tisman. Brazo Leave me alone by my thank you so much for punting the show. Indeed, leading the conversation. Do you tune in? We certainly hope that many South Africans are there. Andy Le as well. We appreciate your patronage. Playing nice music. Very well done, their production team. You certainly hit the nerve with our listeners. Let us then continue the conversation. The time is 2048 here on The Viewpoint. National Youth Resilience Initiative, the Department of Women, Youth, and Persons with Disabilities in partnership with the National Youth Development Agency, have introduced a National Youth Resilience Initiative to support and promote the psychosocial well-being and resilience of youth in South Africa. The objectives of the initiative are to highlight the issue of the psychosocial well-being and resilience of young people during and in the aftermath of COVID-19 pandemic. The first activity, of course, of this initiative was an interactive online national dialogue on youth which will unpack the meaning of the youth resilience in South Africa and the factors that shape young people's resilience. Lots of resilience aspects being engaged here. So to do more on that is Dr. Bernice Sarala, who is the Acting Chief Director for Youth Development in the department. That's the Department of Women, Children and Persons with a Disability. Good evening, Doc. Thank you so much for your time, Mayor Bernice. How are you this evening? Welcome.
1: Um, Thank you. Good evening and good evening to the listeners.
0: How are things going on? This initiative, the engagements with young people, with the development agency, how well coordinated is it and what can you tell us which is a positive so far in?
1: Thank you. Um, This initiative is a National Youth resilience Initiative is the initiative by the Department of Women, Youth, and Persons with Disabilities in partnership with our National Youth Development Agency, supported by the German Development Cooperation through their agency, GIZ. Um, the reason for this initiative is because um, we are aware that um, the narrative that is out there is that uh, many times young people are being looked at, from a deficiency um, perspective. However, we have seen that um, even before COVID-19 and even now during COVID-19, that young people have actually persisted despite the many challenges that they are encountering. So we would want to draw on their experiences so that they can actually share with us how they have been coping And we would want to actually um, use those experiences in order to ensure that as many young people as possible, they become more resilient, as many young people as possible, they become contributing members of the society.
0: Before we ask for young people to be more resilient, because resilient is obviously the ability to deal with adversity and trying circumstances, what would it do for the young people if there were more employment opportunities, if they were at school or in other forms of educational and related enterprise training? What if they were not in the middle of a pandemic? What if government services to which they have been allocated for programs for the development of youth initiatives, were doing those things. I mean, you can think of what is not happening in the Department of Social Development that should be happening. Why should young people learn to be resilient on that when certain things should be delivered to them, but isn't?
1: No, you are absolutely correct. And um, we acknowledge that uh, young people are indeed facing many challenges and um, that, you know, the system is actually seeing them in terms of not responding as fast as, um, you know, we should. But then, um, you know, we are saying that in light of the many challenges that are in existence, like unemployment, because those are their realities, we need to make sure that we strengthen their capacity to even, um, you know, cope with the adversities that they are facing. And, uh, you know, at the same time, we are not only dealing with, 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 with their coping mechanisms. But then we are saying that we need to actually have interventions that are in place. And, um, you know, government has illustrated that there are interventions, but then we have shortfalls. Uh, for an example, with the, when we talk about the issue of unemployment, we have got um, many um, employment uh, initiatives that are actually in place for young people. For an example, the National Youth Development Agency is supporting um, youth-owned small businesses. Um, they, we have got um, you know, uh, initiatives such as um, uh, uh, scholarships uh, that are being offered for young people. We have also actually um, attracted many young people to enter the, the education system. However, we are saying that uh, you know, those initiatives, they are not um, adequate particularly given that uh, young people form the largest uh, segment compared to other population groups. And we need to try to make sure that we scale up our interventions to respond to their needs.
0: Let's talk about what young people really want. Young people for the most part are not looking for handouts because they've got the ideas for the purposes of innovation that really can take the world by storm. Young people throughout the world have been doing that. But I think in South Africa they are hamstrung by, among other things, the non-coordinated communication of opportunities available to them. And something as simple as data. Young people will find the information if they are put in a position to access that information. But unfortunately, South Africa still lags behind on critical indicators, socioeconomic indicators, that do not, as a result, allow young people to be able to compete with their colleagues and counterparts in other parts of the world. What then are the core critical discussions that are taking place with the NYDA to at least acknowledge those institutional failures. What can you confirm to us? We,
1: we, we, we will, I would like to confirm that, um, you know, we, we, we acknowledge, uh, you know, the failures, that um, many young people, they are not, they are actually experiencing obstacles to enter the labor market. And, you know, one such obstacle that you have mentioned, for an example, is, uh, you know, access to data. We also know that, uh, you know, their enterprises, they are not uh, well supported. And even today's conversation actually, um, you know, concerns that, because young people say that we are not looking for employment. What we want is just for government to actually hold our hands in whatever initiatives that we already are having. So, you know, we agree that, um, you know, young people just need to be supported. That is why we are saying we need to actually identify the different forms of support. That the young people are in place. and um, in the department we have also even come up with a with the national youth policy, which um, you know advocates for 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 for, for, for initiatives such as um, you know free data for young people, and then the, we are actually even um, advocating for you know universal access to quality education for young people, and uh, we are advocating for certain initiatives such as. Uh, you know, mass employment of young people uh, as well as their training in areas of the fourth industrial revolution, as well as um, other areas that have got high absorption um, uh, capacity. So, you know, all this, they are intended to make sure that um, young people who have already started something, we actually give them a hand. And, uh, you know, with this initiative, we acknowledge that young people have already started something, and then we are saying that working with them. How can we actually scale up the initiatives that young people have already started?
0: And I certainly take nothing away in terms of the initiative that you are engaging, the National Youth Resilience Initiative in particular, and in attending to some of the psychosocial challenges. But when you talk about absorption, access to opportunities, government has got your sector education and training authorities. That is one avenue that, at least in the public, is available for the relationship between government and private sector to engage young people. But unfortunately, very little is spoken about, and I'm not so sure to what extent, and perhaps you can confirm the extent to which small business development, particularly as the ministry is there, engages young people, engages the seaters that are available for young people to participate in. And it's a win-win for everybody involved. But unfortunately, we're not getting the gains that are the promise. Your thoughts?
1: Um, you know, I I I agree that um, you know the the, the failure of um, one of the failures is is the fact that different um, role players don't actually work uh, together towards scaling up um, you know interventions for young people. And uh, in that regard, that is why we've got uh, the national youth policy for the country. It's not necessarily for for for, for government, but then it, it actually calls on all different sectors. The civil society, the um, uh, private sector, and even with this initiative, you can see that we are partnering with development partners. GIZ has actually come on board, and when we when uh, we are hoping that you know after this conversation, we are going to design a nationwide uh, program that is going to respond to young people, and we are going to expand that not only government, that we are going to be working closely with civil society. We are going to expand that so that we can actually call um, private sector to come on board to us ensuring that um, they also become part of this initiative. So we recognize that the limitation of not working together as players mm. actually um, you know, delimit our, I mean uh, limit our youth from accessing the available opportunities because limited resources that are being used they, they, they are not actually maximized. Um, so it's better to actually jointly plan and to make sure that we pool our resources and we scale up in order to make sure that uh, we reach as many young people as possible.
0: Thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. We do have a couple of contributions from those who are listening. What we propose to do then, with your permission, please, Doc, is that we're going to go to the news, and then we are going to play a couple of voice notes that have since come through in the conversation that you and I have held for the last 10 to so minutes, and you will respond on the other side of the news. With your permission, then, let's make sure that we put in as many questions as possible to the extent that we might try to play them to Dr. Bernice Clarala, who is the Acting Chief Director for Youth Development. In the department, that's the Department of Women, Children and Persons with Disabilities We're talking about the National Youth Resilience Initiative Between the department itself and the National Youth Development Agency After the news, we engage your thoughts and put them to her after this The Viewpoint, weekdays 8 to 10pm on SAFM
1: Um, Great show. I was asking on behalf of a person like me who's living with a disability. um, I currently live in the Northwest province. Um, I just wanted to ask that, are there initiatives like the woman I forgot her name, sorry for that, initiatives for people with disabilities in the Northwest? Because mostly when I apply for jobs, I always see them in Johannesburg, Cape Town, and Durban. And being here in the Northwest, this. Nothing at all. Initiatives or learnerships or any some sort of that. Thank you. You know, government is speaking, speaking and speaking, but uh, in practice, they are not doing anything. In fact, we are not coping as the youth. We need uh, workshops, counselling, interventions. Uh, that will help us to deal with uh, a lot of issues we are facing on a daily basis. We really need uh, those uh, kind of intervention. Government must stop speaking, speaking and speaking and come up with an uh, uh, and establish a, an action plan that will deal decisively with our problems. Thank you.
0: I can assure you those who have not had an opportunity for their thoughts to be canvassed in this evening's conversation because we are pressed for time, I have it on good authority from our producer who just whispered in my ear that we will have to have a part two on this very similar to the CETA discussion we had earlier in the year. For you, um, dear Dr. Benisa. La Rala, the Acting Chief Director in the Youth Development's Department desk. Of course, that's the Department of Women, Children, Persons with Disabilities. Two points, very pointed. These are young people with lived experiences. Disappointment in relation to the uneven distribution of opportunity, particularly with persons with disabilities, and one who's disillusioned saying that enough talk. They need engagement. They need workshops, a direct conversation between those in positions of policy and those to whom the policy applies. Your response to these two listeners, please.
1: Thank you. Um, The fact that uh, young people need direct talk, um, you know, is a reality. And today's uh, webinar is one example of direct talk with with young people. I mean, um, today it was not um, official uh, disseminating information on anything. But then it was uh, the minister, deputy minister, and as officials, listening to young people. So we were having a direct interaction with young people. So, you know, this, um, you know, engagement, we would actually want to roll um, across um, all nine provinces because um, it's, it's actually a national uh, initiative. So the dialogue with young people directly is going to be happening in all provinces and uh, we are ready to actually listen to them so that they can inform us on the nature of the that needs to be in place for them. Uh, Ma'am, thank you thank so work. much
0: for your time. I don't know if okay. you've got anything else to respond to, but specifically the gentleman from the Northwest who's looking for opportunities in the Northwest particularly. And this is even more nuanced because he is a person living with a disability and he just feels disillusioned. Yes, um,
1: with regard to... Um, Services for for, for, this, for people with disabilities in the northwest. Let me just uh, respond by saying that um, the services for people with disabilities they are actually coordinated by offices of the premier across all different um, provinces. We've got um, disability uh, uh, units within the offices of the premier, and those are actually responsible for providing um, coordinating services for people with disabilities. But then again, we have got, uh, you know, across various departments, uh, issues of disability being mainstreamed across different departments, um, uh, such as Department of Social Development, and it will actually have um, services for, for, for people with disabilities, such as your sheltered at Workshop. So it is going to depend on the nature of services that is being um, required by the young person with disability. This is a health Related uh, program, um, I mean, um, problem, then we will actually refer them to the unit that is responsible for people with disabilities within the health department. But then, if they would want to start, they can actually start approaching the unit responsible for disabilities in the office of the Premier. And if they okay. do not um, you know, get such access, they can even contact us in the Department of Women, Youth, and Persons with Disabilities. You can actually assist
0: them up for Well, the jury's out in terms of what's going to happen, first of all, with this initiative. But certainly, with your permission, Doc, please do return because young people will certainly have more to say because our lines are flashing. Unfortunately, we have to cut it there. Thank you, then, so much for your time and all the best for the work of the initiative between yourselves as the department and the NYDA. Dr. Bernice Claralla, Acting Chief Director, Youth Development in the Department of Women, Children and Persons with Disabilities. Let's take an ad break now before we go to our usual on a Monday. It's hashtag health on Monday after this.